<clears throat> yes, it is me, and yes, we are back. Um, back from the grave, you could say. It's been like at least a month, and uh, the Sea Purple Pod episode 7 is finally here. Let me give you a little rundown of what's been going on, what's happening, why we took a little hiatus. Um, episode 6 was kind of right when George Floyd, the murder of George Floyd happened, and... Um, that sparked kind of a crazy world for literally world, not just country of the United States, but the world. Um, protests, everything like that. And so opinions, both sides getting more divided, basically. Um, so that happened, and I kind of just wanted to take a little break. I went down to Arizona for a couple weeks, see some people um, safely. <laughs> and I even brought the mic uh, to do this podcast there was planning on doing it and then I was like I don't know if they need uh my voice right now I don't know what I can really bring to the table to help solve this issue or the comments that I can make I don't know if they'd even be significant so I kind of just said okay I'm just gonna take some time before kind of until it gets a little bit less crazy and so I did and then uh now we're, we're here and I feel like now is a good time um it's still crazy but I feel like now is a good time to uh, reassess, look back, talk about what's going on, talk about how we can see more purple, um, especially. I feel like now things are only getting crazy and we're getting closer to an election that's going to be very polarizing again. Shout out America for just doing it the worst every time. Um, uh, anyway, <laughs> sorry. What an intro, right? I love it. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. Uh, that's just a little intro. This podcast is going to be really good. Um, we got the Trump tweets. We got the main story, which is going to be actually me just talking about how we can see purple in our everyday lives. It's going to be the wokest episode ever. Woke as in not like the world takes it as like just being liberal, <laughs> mostly. Woke as in like you see complete purple. And that's really what I think woke means. That's going to be the main story. And then we got some purple vibes, of course, uh, to the to the end. Um, so, yeah, let's get into it. Intro music. Oh, it's been a long time to hear this music. I hope you're ready for it. Okay, if, if you've been on this all seven episodes, you know what we've been doing. Um, before I get into the Trump tweets, uh, let me just talk a little bit about the world we live in all right it's been crazy everyone can agree everyone can agree that there are changes that need to be made i think i think everyone agrees that america can be better i hope um but the way we go about those changes has caused a huge division in the country the divide is getting worse everything that matters to people now has turned political uh which is a bummer and i don't think helps at all right we have black lives matter movement covid united states by the numbers getting worse um sex trafficking right now and human trafficking is being exposed more and more uh will smith even like is having marital problems which is crazy he's the man and then like to make everything worse right kanye west announced he's gonna run for president and don't get me wrong i love kanye he's my boy music wise i've seen him twice in concert uh i don't think he'd make that good of a president especially at this moment like we don't need more crazy we got those with the other two candidates in my opinion my humble opinion um and then i found the stat that the average podcast only lasts like seven episodes so i was like okay well we're beating that and i was never planning on stopping this but you know so this is number seven once i hit number eight we beat the stats baby thank you for joining the ride 
Um, and then there's a little update on C Purple. I've also been absent. I've been traveling, like I said. I went to Arizona. I went to California for a little bit. Now I have family in town. It's just been busy. It's the summer. Um, and But we've got exciting new stuff for C Purple. We're hoping to come out with more videos um, explaining topics and relevant terms so that young people and anyone can really understand and get involved in the conversation. More posts on our social medias, of course. We got some free sticker giveaways that we're going to be doing as well. So stay tuned because uh, this is going to be good. But ah, it feels so good to be back on the mic, you know? I feel like this is like what a musician feels like once they like worked really hard on an album for like you know a year and then they go on tour. Except I just didn't do a podcast for six weeks. But whatever, we're back. If you're new to the podcast, if you're experienced, if you're old, whatever, we always start the podcast with the Trump tweets of the week president trump tweets of the week my bad um because they're always abundant and they're always funny educational controversial if you know the guy you know what his tweets are like um so let's uh let's get into it um one of these is kind of old i mean so like i said it's like so hard to find him because he really tweets so much um and retweets so much but yeah we got a couple good ones this has been like the main uh, argument with why the COVID cases are rising. He says, quote, our testing is so much bigger and more advanced than any other country. Parentheses, we've done a great job on this, exclamation point, and parentheses, that it shows more cases. Without testing or weak testing, we would be showing almost no cases. Testing is a double-edged sword. It makes us look bad, but it's good to have. Uh, while I kind of agree with that, um, I think most people would kind of agree with that, like obviously more tests, um, you're going to have more cases. Um, it still is like an interesting argument to take on his side. Um, there are many examples of like people like that you can go through, I guess, that people have like use the same logic on other topics. Um, I do think we have more testing, but we also have more people than most countries. Um, and I think per capita, I looked it up and we're still a little bit behind. But it's interesting. Obviously, he's been tweeting a lot about that. That's kind of like been his main reasoning and I don't know, his ideas behind why the cases are surging. Either way, cases, more cases isn't a good thing. Um, and I think there are solutions to make. But there we go. That's all I'm going to say on that. <clears throat> the next tweet. And this, hey, this one hit hard. This one is interesting. All right. You ready for it? He tweeted this today, uh, July 13th. So hard to watch Fox News anymore. This is the president donald trump so hard to watch fox news anymore they're working so hard against the people that got them there and after people he said viewers so the people and viewers that got them there their contributions are a disaster and all over the place the radical left has scared fox into submission just like they have so many others sad but we will win um so this is interesting i was like i tweeted this on my personal account like is this a breakup tweet um because if you follow the news and the media, which everyone does these days, um, basically, if you're conservative, you're watching Fox News because Fox News tailors to conservatives and promotes pro-conservative and anti-liberal ideas, I would say, more. And then if you're not conservative, you're normally looking at CNN, MSNBC, whatever, which are more left and are more criticizing of conservative values and President Trump especially um, at this time so but but without a doubt fox news for basically the four three and a half four years that president trump has been president and leading up to the election 
they've been on his side for most everything, right? Hannity's huge on President Trump. Tucker Carlson, those are both anchors of Fox News. They're both huge on President Trump. But to see this tweet, I was like, oh, man, that's not good. Because I don't know what other network he can call out now That's gonna, that they're being unfair to him. So this is just interesting. I'll keep you updated on this relationship. I think it's just a rocky relationship. You know, they might just need to take a break or suss it out another time. But we'll see. I'll let you know. I'll keep you updated on that relationship. But those are the Trump tweets of the week. I thought they were great. Um, they're always entertaining, educational, controversial, like I said. If you haven't followed him, go follow him. Uh, President Trump, like I've mentioned before, he's an avid listener of this podcast, and so he always loves when we shout out his Twitter. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's now get into the main story, and I'll, I hope you guys are ready for it because it's going to be the best part of the podcast and probably the best podcast we've made so far. So stay tuned. Okay, so um, for the main story, I didn't really want to pick like a topic because it seems like they're all controversial, honestly, right now, <laughs> um, which sucks that, you know, and I think it'll get better, I hope, um, for the sake of this podcast, but you know, the main story I've normally tried to do is like something that's just happened that both kind of the right and the left media report on. I can teach you about like some principles of government or politics in it. Um, but I was just kind of exhausted looking through CNN and Fox News and couldn't really find anything that was very um, common with both media outlets. Um, so I just thought the main story is going to be me talking about sea purple why we do it why i'm doing this why i'm putting lots of effort into running this company i guess you could say this organization of a podcast and a youtube and instagram and social media to help people do this thing because um it took like lots of humbling and things in my life to realize that this is needed now more than ever so first let's just talk about the divide of america america and politics right america is built on a two-party system um, a lot of people, uh, say they hate it, but often buy into it, right? So people complain, oh, it helps corrupt politicians, but they still are very staunch Republican or very staunch Democrat. Um, and that's fine in a sense, unless it hinders our growth as a country and our problem solving as a country and hinders our love and understanding we can have for others. So I saw this, um, I've seen it ever since I've gotten into politics, really. But the divide is basically the media helps to divide us, right? You obviously have left-wing, not left-wing, but leaning left, leaning right, and some left-wing and some right-wing media that perf- that perfectly will depict the other party as evil, as wanting to destroy America, as fascist, as socialist, as communist, um, whatever it may be. Both medias do that. All media is going to do that in some way, I think, and most people would agree. Um, politicians also love it. They love to say that, right? Like they're fighting evil if you're a Republican and you vote against democratic policies, whatever maybe. And they love it um, because the more the more people are committed to a side, right? The more divided we become, the more committed we have to be to one side, right? Because if you're divided and you might be leaning, barely leaning left Democrat, but the more divided we come, you have to commit to the Democrats because the, the media and politicians make it seem like the right is so evil or vice versa. Um, they make you commit. And so politicians love that because they know if they're staunch Republican or staunch conser- uh, Democrat, 
um, they have a better chance of winning re-election because people will now, if they're so, if we're so divided, they'll do all they can to keep their party in office. I hope that makes sense. Um, and the division just it helps everyone. Honestly, more you'll more people will donate to campaigns. Uh, more uh, if CNN is is left and Fox News is right, they'll get higher ratings because now. Uh, every moderate to very, very, very left is going to watch CNN, and the same goes for the Fox News. Um, that's just what they love. They get high ratings. They get more money for that. Um, they, if if their divide is strong, you have l- less. I just stuttered so hard out there. Right? You have less trust for the other side, so it makes it harder for you uh, to like engage with someone on the other side to date, to be friends with, whatever it may be. And then you have stronger. So like. If I am super, super liberal, I don't want to marry a conservative, so I marry a liberal, and then we raise our kids to be liberal, right? That perpetuates the divide even further. And this is going really deep, and these are just observations I've made. Obviously, it's just a podcast I do. Um, And then you just become more committed to a cause or party, right? Um, And they try to make... Now, everything's trying to be made political so they can keep you in the divide, right? So observations i hope you realize all this is happening um a lot of people go super super deep into like the deep state and billionaires and trillionaires are controlling everything and whatever i'm not going to go into that but i will go into uh that there is a divide and that it's happening and it's real and people are benefiting off of it um all right so what is like seeing purple see purple right that's the name of this organization see purple so what is like seeing purple? And the first thing when I explain to people the concept is the first thing that you have to do to see purple is to put away your pride, right? Because most people that are actively engaged in politics think they're very smart and researched and well-written and a good orator and have lived in places where they understand these policies or have done a certain job that they understand this policy way better than anyone, right? So everyone thinks that they have the right answer because politics is literally just problem solving. I've said it a ton. Um, and so there's a pride that comes with politics. I know what's right for the country, which is just a crazy thing to say, right? I was just talking to my brother, and he's like, all politicians are narcissists. And I said, why? He's like, because anyone that really thinks that they can literally have the answer to solve America, like, how crazy is it that someone says that? And I said, I agreed with him in a sense. Um, so the pride has to leave. The pride that you might not be right, the pride that another that the opposite party's policies might work, like you, the pride just has to leave, right? Um, so that's part of the, I think the main part of seeing purple. I'm going to talk about a lot is putting your pride away. Seeing purple is all about gaining understanding for everything that's going on, the, all the other sides, right? Um, so that's the whole goal. Is you might be a Democrat. But you have to understand why Republicans are voting the way they do, acting the way they do, why they love the politicians they love, why such uh, issues are passionate for them. All of those things need to happen um, for you to to see purple. Um, that doesn't mean that you have to believe in a purple policy, like a moderate in the middle policy. And it doesn't mean that you have to believe if you're blue to gain understanding. It doesn't mean you have to believe red or do any of that. It means that you have to see it, understand it, so that when you have a next conversation or when that policy does get passed or when you see someone very passionate about something, instead of anger and debate, you turn to empathy and understanding. And, okay, I get completely why you believe that. And go vote for that if that's what you believe in. 
that's kind of what the whole goal of C Purple is. Education plus understanding. Um, and also, like, I feel like America just thinks that there's one right answer to politics, right? Like, there are people that believe that every democratic policy is the answer to everything. Or at least that's how we behave and act when that's not true. Because I do believe that there was one correct answer to everything. We as Americans... Um, would figure it out like we would know oh this is the right answer to everything but that's obviously not the case because politics is problem solving and every problem has so many aspects and ways to solve it um so don't ever get in that train of mind that's a mindset a bad mindset that all the democrats are right or the other republicans are right for example i always use gun control the media and lobbying and the government makes us believe that if you're liberal you're anti-gun take all the guns away and if you're conservative, you want more guns in circulation, right? Give them to teachers to defend themselves from school shootings, things like that. More guns need to be in circulation. Whereas I don't think that both really sides believe that at their core. I think the Republicans just believe in their Second Amendment right, their freedoms to bear arms. And uh, Democrats believe that <clears throat> gun violence is becoming more and more popular and that there should be some things that regulate it, right? That's really the, the policies at, at hand here. But the media believes you that you're either anti-gun or pro-gun. Um, and that's that's one example that I always like to use. So that's seeing purple. Why is it so important to see purple? To me, it's the only way we're going to progress as a country. Um, especially now when technology and media and YouTube, right? Like all these things are getting so much bigger. Um, it's going to get worse and worse and worse and worse, and I'm not excited for it, and I don't think it's going to help our country whatsoever. Um, so I think it's it's needed now more than ever. I think um, that it is really the only way, and I think it is going to get better, and I'm not super worried about it. Um, I do think that right now, with the options that America has for their government and for president, um, that's contributing to the problem. I do think in the future that it will get better, um, just naturally. But it's always going to be polarized and it's always going to be dividing. Um, so I think that's something we can improve on. Uh, also, the Founding Fathers warned about the two-party system. Uh, George Washington was super anti um, the two-party system. He said that it's only going to end up in debate and not progress. Uh, Thomas Jefferson was also very anti the two-party system. And so I, I honestly don't think that the solution is dismantling the two-party system. I do think that it has probably a lot of flaws that people don't realize. But if we see purple, then the two-party system can work well. Um, and there are also a lot of things that contribute to the two-party system, lobbying, things like that, that make it worse. But uh, I think that's why it's so important is that even the Founding Fathers, if you believe they're inspirational, they, they, they were against this. Um, they were against the divide that politics can cause Americans. Um, and at its core, if you think of politics as problem solving, that's what we need to believe. The mindset that politics is problem solving. When you were in, uh, when I was in like fourth grade, right? I did like long division as I was taught. And then a kid introduced me to a, sh a shorter and better way to do long division. So then that's how I did long division, right? Every problem, building a bed, whatever it may be, they have other options, other ways to solve them. And those problems and those solutions can be solved in different, they're going to be solved in different ways at different times and in different circumstances. Um, and I think both conservative and liberal problems and their solutions are going to be relevant to different times and different situations. Um, so there we go. And then um, that's, that, that's more about like the pride. You have to believe that 
maybe in one circumstance, the conservative value or solution is right and is right for America and has worked for America. Put away your pride, realize that, be grateful for America and that it got done. Um, and then, uh, yeah. All right. So let's go next, um, to the best methods to see purple. Um, again, it's pride. You have to get away your pride. You have to carefully read and research. Um, and that means that you need to see both sides. So until like see purple, which our goal honestly is going to be start putting out and reporting our own news and, uh, seeing both sides. Um, you can, you can listen to CNN. You can listen to Fox news. Both are credible. I think both are credible, but only credible if you li- read and listen to both. Um, empathy is the key word. Um, it's all about seeing the other side, putting yourselves in their shoes. The way I started see purple is I had a couple really good friends that one was um, raised in rural Idaho. One was raised in a small town, Utah. Um, I talked to both of them. We disagreed on almost everything politically, but we agreed and saw so much purple and had so much empathy because they, their circumstances that were raised were different than mine. I was raised in Southern California, um, for most of my life, right? Um, do all you can to experience life and to see other forms of how people live and believe. And then also the most important thing is don't stop loving someone or hanging out with someone if you disagree. Um, I don't think that a political opinion should warrant love and friendship ever. Um, and it's tough cause I've had people unfollow me. Um, but I try to, to love, to understand I've had best friends that I could disagree with completely, completely couldn't be more reversed, but still my best friend. I still have so much love for them. Um, so that was kind of the main story. That was kind of like the basis of sea purple where I want the gold to be. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, hope that was woke. I hope you believe in a lot of what I say, and I hope those will bring real solutions. Um, but let's get into the purple vibes, even though that was a lot of purple right there. Okay, um, purple vibes. As you know, this part is when I try to bring about kind of like the, the part in America where people um, work together, when people put away their political differences, when people, um, I don't know, have that restored hope in America, things like that. It's so hard to find right now, I won't lie. And honestly, there isn't a specific instance in um, in politics that I really found of them working together because literally everything has become political. And I think that's good and bad for a couple of reasons, and I'll explain. Um, one, when everything becomes political people get involved politically and i think that's always good i think we need more people's voices to be heard i think we need more people voting um i think we need uh people in general just to be more active more aware of what's going on voice their concerns um in a polite way um see purple have more empathy right um unfortunately though when they're getting involved it's getting involved to beat the other side right it's red versus blue it's good versus evil um, however you view good as red or blue and evil as red or blue. Now, um, so those are kind of the bad sides though, is like now everyone in politics, everyone thinks there's an ex- they're an expert. Um, everyone, uh, believes they know what's right. Everyone, um, thinks that you're crazy if you believe in Black Lives Matter or you're not crazy if you don't, right? Whatever it may be. Um, those are negative sides, but I do believe that the more people are involved, I hope that they catch a bug. I hope that they see the social change, whatever it may be, economic change that they can have in their local communities, in their states, and in their countries. Um, and I do believe that there will be 
I think there is a little bit of a peak um, of kind of the polarization. Always be polarized, but as we come down off that peak, if, whether it be in what four or ten years, I don't know what it's going to be. Um, <clears throat> that those people will be more involved, and that they'll start organizations and things like that. Right? That's what got me here. Is the 2016 election got me super involved in politics, um, and now I made an organization right from it. So good and bad, um, but people are paying attention more and they're getting involved, even if it's in the very worst ways on both sides, which is absolutely true. <clears throat> Second, the United States just celebrated its um, 4th of July, which was the day <clears throat> that the Declaration of Independence um, was confirmed, written, signed, um, things like that. Declared our independence from England and we became a free nation. Um as I was reflecting on that, right, a lot of people <clears throat> didn't want to, a lot of people, I'd say more on the left, didn't want to celebrate the 4th of July or go all out like they normally would because they believe America isn't a safe space for most people right now, or for most <clears throat> non-white people, I guess they would say. Not on the right. The right, if there's anything that's consistent, is they're always proud to be Americans. Um, they always have that nationalistic kind of pride. Nationalistic, I don't know, I didn't mean that in like the negative term, nationalism, just like they're proud of their nation. Um, but the 4th of July, like, independence was fought for on a belief that it could happen, right? It was a belief for change that a ragtag team of farmers and rural <clears throat> colonists believed in, fought for, um, not only believed in and talked about, but they fought for, took action, made laws, had to kill some people had to go to war, um, which I don't think <clears throat> that would happen in America, but they really like sought for change and then their actions backed up their words. And so I think that's just where I hope America transitions. The purple vibes of the day is like, as people get more involved in politics and realize that the country that they're in is founded upon like rebelling and acting and believing in change, um, that they'd go do it that you go start that organization, that you go uh, intern for your local government, things like that. That's the goal, to get more people involved. I don't care what side you're on, but to be involved is an incredible process. That's kind of what I've been doing. I've started this. I'm trying to volunteer more, things like that. So that's kind of Purple Vibes. That's all I really got. I hope next week we'll bring more. Um, but it was so good to be back on the pod, to be here with you, to speak my mind uh, freely in the most purple way possible. I hope that it helped. I hope you guys can see purple in your daily lives and weeks. If you're still at the end, please share this with someone that needs to hear it or if they don't even need to hear it, uh, share it with someone. I hope I gave some good advice and some good knowledge on what we can do. Um, but yeah, that's me. Follow us on Instagram if you're not um, at c.purple and have a great week. <clears throat>